Well, gosh, I hope you've had a good weekend. This is Sunday afternoon. Uh, for me, it's, it's uh, April 25th, and I don't know, it's about a little after five. When We're just taking a few moments to do our first podcast for the week. Listen, let me catch you up on a few things. And if you, number one, if you have your copy of God's Word and you can get to your copy of God's Word, find the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Uh, we're going to be there for just a few minutes today. May not be very long, but if you know, <laughs> if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know I say that we're all, always longer than I expect or anticipate or plan or whatever the word would be. <laughs> anyway, Luke chapter 13, verse 14 is where we'll begin. As you're finding uh, your copy of God's Word, let me catch you up on a few things. This is Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher for TK Ministries. I'm thrilled to be here, uh, excited about uh, your listening. Uh, as we begin a new week of podcasts, let me say this. Uh, I hope that if you have a question, something you'd like to like to us to talk about or explore, you'll send it to us at dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase, dspreacherman at gmail.com, okay, uh, <laughs> dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. We always take Thursdays, or we have for a little while, and we'll continue to do so as long as we get questions and answer questions or try to answer questions, discuss things that we have been asked. And uh, right now we have a clean slate. We don't have any questions, so if you don't ask them, we won't answer them. <laughs> so that's the way that goes. Also, I uh, hope that you'll uh, not only listen to the podcast, you'll share it with others. Uh, we do uh, from time to time, most of the time, not all the time. Most of the time we do put the podcast on my story on Facebook, where it is about 24 hours. Uh, you can find all kinds of videos on our uh, Facebook page, DK Ministries, uh, church services, you know, sermons, videos, all kinds of things we have done in the past. Uh, lots of things going on. Uh, we are like a lot of folks coming out of the pandemic, but I just tell you, we had a great day uh, in church this morning. Great time in God's house. No, not big. We're not a big church here doing the interim work here. And they're looking and waiting for the right pastor. Uh <laughs> <laughs> for the right individual to be given to them. Uh, if you've never been involved in that, it is impossible to explain how it works, but it's harder than it looks. That's all I can tell you. But till that God answers their prayer, and I have a feeling more of them have been praying for that <laughs> lately than ever before, uh, but as God, till God answers their prayer, we are thrilled to be here. This is our first interim, and uh, we have done such a good job. I think interim usually last such about six months. We've done so good that we've been here, I don't know, what, 16 months. <laughs> so, I'll let you know that perhaps the, uh, uh, <laughs> hell, I don't know what to say. We've probably failed miserably, I guess, but we've had a lot of fun. The folks have been great at South Macomb Baptist Church. So anyway, that kind of catches up what's going on. Um, look us up on Facebook, DK Ministries. We've put a new video on that today. First time we have taken time to talk to our DK Ministries family on video in a while. And we talk about a passage above this. No, this is not what we preach Sunday uh, that's one of the things we try to avoid. If we uh, preach a sermon and put it on Facebook, we try not to uh, put it on the Facebook or on the video of DK Ministries Family. We haven't done a DK Ministries Family video in a while. Did one today. Uh, if you see that, let us know what you think. Uh, if you didn't see it, you like to see it, it's on our Facebook page, DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. It's on, on my personal Facebook page as well. My name is Danny Smith, as I said. And so you can find it. Uh, so anyway, now, if you were going to get your copy of God's Word, if you were going to turn to Luke chapter 13, 14, you ought to be there. You should be there. In fact, I, I believe you are there. If you're going to do it, or you weren't going to do it, you, nothing's, you know, you're just not going to do it. And so we're going to move ahead, okay? <laughs> okay. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Now, what has happened? You go back and read Luke chapter 13 when you get an opportunity. 
uh, Jesus has healed someone. Now, I'm not going to give you all the particulars and everything, but uh, the guy who is over the synagogue, now remember, uh, in a Jewish area, Jewish town, whatever, uh, you had to have at least 10 men to have a synagogue. Uh, they weren't all huge and large and big and awesome and all that. Uh, but if you had at least 10 men, you could have one. The Bible never really says anything about the sizes of the places that Jesus preached uh, or, or taught or whatever you want to say. We know that uh, some of them were fair size. Some of them were probably not that big because they were small ones. But anyways, he's like he preached all kinds of places. This particular one in the reference here doesn't say, no indication. But what we do know is we find a ruler, a leader, Jesus had healed someone, and he wasn't happy about it. Uh, now, I would have to ask how many people he'd healed, and I would say probably zero. How many people had his buddies healed? Probably zero. And yet there, Jesus is doing something for someone, and he's not happy because it didn't happen the way he wanted, which is going to be really the crux of what we're going to talk about when we get there, and I keep, I keep from chasing rabbits. Okay, but the ruler said God answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, and he said to the crowd, there are six days in which men ought to work, therefore come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. The problem is, first off, a lot of people were in synagogue on the Sabbath day, and, and, and if they came, he wouldn't heal them. I, I just don't have them. Now, there are some things that we learned from this or reminded from this, and those things were true then, they're true now, and I suppose they'll always be true. Uh, the world can't, the world didn't give it to us, so the world can't take it away. That's an old song from years ago. However, there is some things the world tries to do. Number one, the world tries to control how God works. Uh, that's what this guy's doing. He wants to control it. Come on another day, do this. The world's always trying to control how God works. Uh, that's why certain things are said, certain things are laid down, certain, you know, all these rules and everything else. Truth is, truth is, truth is. As long as we allow the world to call the shots, we'll never see God do the work he wants to do. That doesn't mean there won't be people say, doesn't mean there won't be, uh, you know, bright spots here and there. But as a whole, if you and I, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, however you want to say it, if we allow the world to control how God works, then it's just not going to happen. Uh, the truth is, the world wants to build a box, but God in it, only let God out of it uh, when it's convenient for them or beneficial to them, I guess is probably even more important. But that doesn't work. We cannot allow God, we cannot allow the world to control when God works. So that's number one. We learned that here. This, this synagogue leader is a reminder, uh, reminds us of that. And that's what we'll do. They did it in and they do it now. Number two, the world wants to determine when God can work. Not only how he can work, when he can work. Uh, listen, I have to tell you, um, those who know me, I'm Southern Baptist, but Southern Baptist. Uh, for a long time, been Southern Baptist since I saved. Uh, I did an examination of the scriptures when I got saved, found they were Southern Baptists were closer than anything else I could find uh, to the original intent of the scriptures. Now, there's a lot that goes into that. doesn't mean other denominations or practices aren't good and valid and everything else, but I found them to be uh, closer. However, they're not perfect. They make a lot of mistakes. And the main, one of the main things about Southern Baptists are churches are autonomous, operate on their own. And there are many, 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 many differences in Southern Baptist churches. In fact, I was at a meeting earlier today, and um, in the meeting, the guy who runs the meeting, I, I could give you the title, but if you're not in Southern Baptist life, it wouldn't mean anything to you. But the guy who ran the meeting said that he had a lady talk to him uh, today, in fact. He had a lady talk to him today, the day I made this podcast, which is April 25th. <laughs> I, don't, I knew the date because I looked at my iPad. 
and 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 basically mentioned to him that she had been in three or four churches, visited three or four churches later, and uh, lately, excuse me, and you know they all had different kinds of styles of music and worship, and and I don't know where she was going, I don't know what she had on her mind, I, you know, you can imagine, I can imagine, but he said, isn't that the beautiful thing? <laughs> That one's standing there, and he didn't say nothing, but I bet that threw her for a loop. <laughs> I'm sure uh, because of his worship style, what he said was in a certain way, and I'm not going to share that because it didn't matter for the story. But I would imagine that she was about to brag on his their churches, the church he preaches at, that's just the worship style. But he made point in a beautiful thing. He made the point, you know, we are all different. We have different ways uh, of worship and different styles and and he gave I, I thought one of the best answers ever wish I'd written it down wish I had it on tape it was really good well the truth is that lady that individual as often um, you will find in the world is determining when God can work and in her mind and you say oh brother Danny you're making assumption no because I've been down this rodeo before she was determining that God can work in this kind of service that kind of service God can work in any kind of service uh whether you sing old hymns, traditional hymns, God can work in high church music, uh, very high church music. And God can work in uh, cowboy churches in cowboy church style. God can work in t- contemporary, uh, you know, blended all 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 new music, all old hymns, whatever it is. God can work in all styles. And and, and the pastor that he was right. It's a beautiful thing. Now I got styles I like. You probably got styles you'd like. We might not agree on the you know, uh, the styles per se. Uh, for example, I'll just be right out honest with you. I, operatic style does not impress me. It just doesn't do anything for me. Although, I will admit, years ago, I was uh, visiting in First Baptist Church, Jacksonville, Florida for the pastor's school. And uh, there was a guy who, who was an opera singer, apparently in New York, apparently really well known in those circles. Um, I can't tell you his name because <laughs> I'm not in those circles. And he would always come down uh, to the school in Jacksonville, the pastor school, and sing. And, and he had a wonderful voice. And I didn't know he was an opera singer. I knew he had an operatic voice. Hey, like that. I knew that word. How many of you knew I knew that word? Not very many, I bet. So anyway, <laughs> after one particular song, uh, the, the next person who got up to talk uh, mentioned him. And he's gone on to be with the Lord now in uh, about how many people come to hear him sing in New York and the opera and all that, blah, blah, blah. And I was blown away by that. Um, his name was Chip. But anyway, um, he was the only guy I really ever heard that kind of music. He was awesome. And then him and Charles Billingsley, if you hadn't had ever heard Charles Billingsley sing, you need to look him up and listen to him. But him and Charles Billingsley uh, did a, a duo together, him with his operatic style and Charles with his, well, I'd say pretty, you know, contemporary style. Uh, Go tell it on the mountain. Oh, my gosh. God bless. I'm just telling you, those two guys have knocked it out of the ballpark and you can feel the presence of God in the church. So goes back to my friend today who said to that lady who I think was going down the route of, we all should worship my way. Well, God can work in a multitude of ways. And the world wants to determine when God can work. But you and I just, we should surrender and just let God work. So the first thing is God, the world wants to control how God works. The second thing is the world, the world wants to determine when God can work. And then number three, God, uh, the world wants to oversee how God works. In other words, they want to prove it. And they want to say, well, you can do that here, but not there. Uh, you can have this much room, not that much room, this much time, not that much time. I, I was really reminded of, of our sin of worrying too much about time. Years ago, I heard one of the best 
devotions air on a Wednesday night about making great use of your time uh, by our associate pastor at the time at Greenville Street Baptist Church. I mean, it was awesome. He did a, such a terrific job. And I told, I told him afterwards, I said, man, I could have just listened to that for, you know, another hour or whatever. He said, oh, Brother Danny, I can't. Well, he didn't say Brother Danny. I wasn't Brother Danny back then. He said, oh, Danny, I couldn't talk that long. Uh, the people would have got it and go home. And I thought, oh, man, I wish I'd never talked to you. You just got through talking about why we should wear back the clock, blah, blah, blah. And then, then, then you just admitted that you were, you know, that you were mindful so much of the clock. Well, that just reminds us, some of you want to oversee uh, how God works. And he can work in this hour, not that hour, this time, not that time. Now, I will admit that a lot of churches are changing that. And part of changing uh, service times is part of that change. A lot of churches are understanding that God doesn't have to start at 11 o'clock sharp and at 12 o'clock bell, he can, <laughs> he can start at other times and in at other times. But typically, the world wants to oversee how God works. They want to be, you know, they want God to have their permission. Well, we're never going to see revival. We're never going to see great things happen. If we seek permission from the world, we just need to follow the leadership of God, okay? I just have to be honest with you. That's what we have to do. Uh, So the world wants to control how God works. The world wants to determine when God can work. And the world wants to oversee how God works. And those are the, you can take those three things and you can, I mean, you can make the sentences longer. You can make the explanations longer. You can change the wording, everything you want to. But basically, I think all three of those things will cover everything. You're fine. We want, we need to want, we should want, we ought to want. If we're not where we want it, we should get to the place where we pray enough where we begin to want it. We should um, want to see God work. You see the world, number four, we're going to give you the fourth one here. The world wants to, to, say when we're allowed to see God's work. This guy said, come back on the Sabbath. You know, they'll come on the Sabbath. They'll come on the Sabbath. Don't do that. And and so what he's saying, you can't see God do great things on this day, but maybe on that day. And, and the fact that you wouldn't see him if he'd come back another day, first of all, Jesus wouldn't have been there that day necessarily. And well, we have no report from time that there was a great healing ministry in the synagogue before this. You say, well, you know, that was a long time ago. Would you really? Look, that's the whole point. There'd probably never been a healing there before. But there was one there, and then and the guy was filled with indignation. And he was because for a lot of reasons he was jealous. He was, you know, he was insulted, or in today's world he was offended that he had not given permission. But the truth is, you and I had to get to the place where we allow God to just simply work. We should we should allow God to work in our life. We should allow God to do what God wants to do. You go well. Brother Danny, is that really true? Aren't there ways to follow and things to do? Well, let's look and let's just read for a moment, beginning in verse 15. Uh, the Lord then answered him and said, Then the Lord, there is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, the Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrites. And, and notice that <laughs> I'm not chasing a rabbit and pointing something out. Him. Jesus do what he said, and Jesus speaks to him. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite. Does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to, to, to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, I think of it for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. And there's one truth here. 
that I'm going to share from this passage of Scripture. Remember what we said, that the world always wants to control how God works, determine when God could work, oversee how God works, tell us when we are allowed to seek God's work in our life. But what Jesus said makes it clear that every day is the right way, the right day, the right time, and the right place, every day, wherever we are, for us to see God work and allow God to defeat the work of Satan around us, within us, from us, or whatever it needs to be. Now is the time. You know, the Bible says, now is the day of salvation. The Bible says, today is the day the Lord has made me glad in. There's so many things that the Bible says, so many things that we can understand. But the truth is, the point is, that we need to let God work, period. We don't need to have him, you know, here, 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 you can do something. We should open our, ourselves to go, God, when you're ready, when it's time, just let me know. Let me get out of the way so that you can do what you want to do. Now, there's three or four things, and we're going to close quickly. And we ain't make the 18-minute mark. Don't know yet, but we might get close. Three or four things I just want to tell you about seeing God work in your life. You don't want to be ready. Be ready. I mean, just be ready at all times. All You know, the Boy Scouts, be prepared. And I don't want to get into discussion about the Boy Scouts, what happened and all that kind of stuff. But we need to be ready, okay? Be available. You say, I want that to say, no, 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 no. A lot of people are always ready, but then when the time comes, they're not really available. They don't have that old Isaiah, here I am, send me attitude. Be available. Lord, here I am. Whatever you want, whatever you need, uh, wherever I need to go, here I am, okay? Be ready, be available, okay? Be prayerful, okay? Be prayerful. Be praying for it. Uh, to come, be praying in it while it has come and be in praying after, you know, you continue to pray afterwards that it would continue to grow, okay? So uh, be ready, be available, be prayerful, be expectant. That's the fourth thing. Uh, expect, you know, what was it William Carey said? Uh, attempt great things for God, expect great things from God. William Carey was a great missionary. Look him up, you can read the story. One of the greatest sayings he ever said was right there though, you and I so often are not attempting great things for God, nor are we expecting great things from God. In our churches today, we, we have a dearth of expectation and a dearth of attempt. We need to attempt great things for God. Now, granted, those great things that we're, that we're attempting should be, should be guided, directed, called, called through God's Holy Spirit uh, to our hearts and soul, but we should step out and do God-side things in God-side ways and see God-side results. If you notice in the book of Acts, it's very clear God's favorite type of math when it comes to what's done in the church is multiplication. We don't see that done today because we have so often missed the point. So anyway, that kind of brings us to where we are today. And we're a little over 18 minutes, so we're a little over where we want to be. But I just wanted to touch base with you, begin the week with a, uh, with a discussion about how God works what we need to see, what we need to do to see God work, and what we can do to stay away from the trap that is in the world. Now, that quote unquote synagogue leader was a religious leader. He was a religious man. Most people would have said he was a faithful man, but he was an already man. I have no clue what happened to his soul. I don't know if he ever came to Christ. I don't know anything about him, but here's what I know he saw a great work. Instead of being excited about it, he tried to sweep it under the rug. He tried to you know, diminish it. Let us celebrate what God is doing. Let us seek to see what God wants done and let us be a part of it. 
God bless you. Glad you're here. This has been DK Ministries. As I said, uh, you can uh, you can contact us uh, uh, by email, uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Let us know what you think. Send us your questions so we can address them in Thursday's discussions. And just, hey, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever you want to say. Uh, look us up on the Facebook. Uh, look us up on you know the DK Ministries Facebook site. We did a, a new video a long time since we have done a DK Ministries family uh, live video. We did that today. It should be there. Uh, I hope that you look it up and let us know what you think. We're involved in a lot of different things. We're currently, we're pastor, we're interim pastor. I almost said pastor. Ooh, gosh. <laughs> they would have not liked that probably. Uh, but we are interim pastor, South Macomb Baptist Church. I've been here since the first day in July, 2020. Uh, we'll be here till God brings this wonderful church, a, a, a new pastor. There are a lot of things that we try to do and attempt to do. Uh, we do interims, we do revival, uh, revival supply work. Uh, we do, you know, <clears throat> prayer breakfasts, devotional speech cards. We do almost anything ministry related, weddings, funerals, we do a lot of things that we do any way we can to touch people's lives. That's what we want to do. We want to do everything we can to help you. And we do these podcasts on Anchor. And uh, they are shared in other places, uh, including Spotify, which seems to be the most popular venue that people use. We are here for you. If there's some way we can help you, <clears throat> some way we can bring a blessing to you through God's word, let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. DSPreacherBand, gmail.com. Support the Facebook. Say, hey, you know, the podcast just didn't do that for me. Oh, man, that was great. Whatever you think, just let us know. We'd love to hear from you on a regular basis. You say, well, I don't want to just text you. Hey, if it makes you feel better, send us a dollar. <laughs> you say, wait a minute. You've always said we're not we're not selling you anything. We're giving you something. That's right. But so you know, if you if if that keeps you from uh, contacting us, and you know, I'm being facetious. You know what I'm saying. I just would love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Let us know what you think of the things we're doing. Let us know if you'd like to hear more. See more. This has been DK Ministries Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I'm your Bible teacher. And if you can tell, we love being here. We love having a good time. We love talking to you about God's word, what God wants to do in your life. Listen, when God wants to work, let him work in your life. Hey, we'll see you next time. God bless you.